It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. And indeed, we are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You're on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomkline.com. And while you are there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. It's going to be be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss. So let's jump right in. I'm so excited to be joined by Kristen Zhivago, the president of Zhivago Partners. And uh, Kristen and I were just talking a little bit offline about uh, some of the amazing, amazing uh, areas that I know over the past many decades um, that, uh, Kristen, that you've dedicated your, uh, your life to. Um, but Zhivago Partners, Digital Marketing Management, would love to talk to you about that. But let's get to know you, the person behind the microphone first. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I've been in tech for um, decades um, and sort of branched out to a number of types of different businesses when the web emerged in 1994. Always been doing sales and marketing, was a revenue coach for decades for CEOs and entrepreneurs, teaching them how to figure out what their customers want to buy from them and how they want to buy it. And I've I basically, as you say, dedicated my life to the gap between what the customer really wants and what companies think they want, which is always not on target. So I try to fix that gap. Absolutely. And little known fact that I know you spent um, quite a bit of time in Silicon Valley. And so uh, certainly different experiences uh, out there and now uh, out in Rhode Island, but uh, Zhivago Partners, you're, uh, you are a subject matter expert across the nation, and um, you have written a book, a fantastic read, Roadmap to Revenue, How to Sell the Way Your Customers Want to Buy. And I know you're very passionate about that, about making sure that you're actually interviewing your customers. So let's talk a little bit about that. What is your sort of unique value proposition? What is sort of that game changer mentality that you have both in your book as well as that you talk to everybody who's willing to listen about? Yeah, I, I found this out as especially we started a high tech ad agency, my husband and I, a long time ago in Silicon Valley. And as I was working with clients, excuse me, I discovered that the client would say, here's what's important to our customer. And it was a list. And I would say, okay, and it all made sense. And then I'd go and interview their customers and their list was different. I thought, uh-oh, we've got a problem here. Um, and that meant that everything they were doing with sales and marketing was off base, which really counts now because people come to your website and in a couple of nanoseconds, if you haven't made it very clear what you're selling and why they would benefit from it, um, they just go away and they don't come back typically. So, and they can find your competitor within seconds again, you know, because of Google. Google has changed everything about buying, the whole buying process. So I started really focusing on those customer interviews and making sure I understood the customer's buying process for the different types of products and services in the world. And that's all mapped out in the book. 
Um, so that's the trick is understanding who they are. And it's just simple telephone interviews. Chapter three, my book covers it in great detail, tells you exactly how to do it, what to do. I've conducted thousands of those interviews and I put all my secrets in the book because I want everybody to be able to do this. And under it just shockingly, it only takes five to seven interviews of uh, customers of a given type for you to have bankable concepts that work out in the marketplace. Yeah, Secrets No More, the book is called Roadmap to Revenue, How to Sell the Way Your Customers Want to Buy, uh, basically changing your mindset from seller to buyer uh, to understand what your customers want to buy from you and what they want to uh, and what they want to buy from you. And again, that's written by our guest right now, Kristen Zhivago from uh, Zhivago Partners, Digital Marketing Management. And if there's one sort of term that I'd use to describe you, Kristen, it's the inventor of mindset-driven marketing, which leads us to other topic, which is digital marketing management. Um, we were joking about uh, technology challenges, and you said that you've been in technology for several decades now. So uh, what is digital marketing um, and why should our listeners care? Well, digital is where marketing is now. So you really do have to care. <laughs> I mean, the age of print and all of that's gone. It's basically gone. So that's where the marketplace is. It's fully digital. It's complicated. It changes frequently. I mean, Google changes its algorithm like four times a day, and there's 200 criteria that it uses to rank you on top. Uh, and it's it consists of the things that we have heard of and know about SEO, search engine optimization, social media, email marketing, content marketing, um, you know, just all of those things that bring leads to you, but they don't all work. And they certainly don't all work for a specific company selling to a specific kind of audience, which is one of the reasons you have to interview your customers and ask them how they typically buy, what's their buying process. For example, B2B buyers hardly ever go to Google if they're looking for a B2B service. They go to their network. So you have to figure out how do I get into the network? How do I work through the people that would then recommend me and help that recommendation process? So it's a completely different um, process than you would use if you're an e-commerce company selling consumables or something like that. So you really have to be careful because a lot of people say, oh, well, if you're selling, you need to be doing this. And they're the ones selling that. So they, they want you to do what they think you should do, when in fact, it might not be at all appropriate for your customer's buying process. So you really want to reverse engineer a successful buying process so you can create new sales and quantity. And that's what we do for our clients. That's fantastic. And I know uh, very shortly in the program, we're going to uh, continue the conversation talking about international business as well. So on that topic, um, one of the, I would say the silver lining of this pandemic, if there is any, is that the world has opened up. Um, and so when we're talking about digital marketing, obviously this timely topic as we move into the end of uh, the first quarter of 2022, what changes have you seen, Kristen, in, in your time in this, in this industry um, from maybe 10 years ago now to where do you see things in 10 years from now? Well, the, the trend is pretty obvious. Um, it's, and you're right, it has sped up because of COVID. People are much more used to um, shopping online and, and working at home. There's a whole bunch of people that don't want to go back to the office. And so employers are dealing with that right now. 
Um, so the world really has, and COVID made it even more of a progression. It has gone digital. And if you don't understand how that all works, my most popular article on my blog is how websites are actually constructed because people who are managing marketing now need to understand that. We have clients that come to us, don't even know where their domain is hosted. And your domain is like mycompany.com. And if you don't know where that is and how to get in there, if you have a problem, <sighs> you're really, you could be out of business. I mean, it's that your the website and all of the things that go with it are now your business. It's where people expect to find you and learn all about you. So you really can't just sort of blow it off and say, well, it's a it's a brochure and I don't need to do much with it. You know, it's a dead document kind of thing that doesn't work anymore. It's all interactive and customers can talk to each other now, not just Google being able to find whatever you want if you type in the right phrase. They assume they're going to find it. But the other thing is customers are telling each other, oh, this is great looking, but when I got it, look how it came. And and after the, the silver wore off and it was all brown. And, <laughs> you know, these are things that people tell each other that they never would have seen before the whole Amazon answer questions from other customers, read reviews. That has changed everything. So you really uh, have to I, be I can on top say of for it. certain that uh, our listeners can find you all over the place, um, both uh, podcasts as well as, of course, your fantastic uh, best-selling book, Roadmap to, Roadmap to Revenue, How to Sell the Way Your Customers Want to Buy, and that's all by Kristen Zhivago. So, Kristen, um, real brief in our final few seconds remaining, what is the one homework assignment that you want to give to all of our listeners that you want to have them put into action in the week ahead, and how can they get in touch with you? Uh, they can get in touch with me by just Googling me because um, I, I dominate the page, of course, because I know what I'm doing. Um, and the second thing is ShivagoPartners.com is our website. The book is on Amazon. Honestly, I would rather they get the book and read chapter three, which will tell you exactly how to interview your customers and then just do it. Just do it or have someone do it for you. It's a very simple process. doesn't cost much, doesn't take long, and it will change your whole perspective, you'll see the light and be able to make good decisions after that. Interview your customers. Certainly a change in mindset, change in perspective. And that's what I've learned today. My homework assignment from Kristen Zhivago. And I will be reading chapter three of uh, this fantastic read. But we've got to squeeze in a quick break. Kristen, thank you so much for joining us. It's important having you back on real soon. Quick break here on the show all about small business jobs and our continuing our conversation with thought leaders, industry experts. You don't want to miss a minute of it. Don't touch that dial. We'll be here. Welcome back to Get Time to Business, the show about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. My next guest was born in Turkey, but has spent the last quarter of a century running a highly successful professional localization service based in the UK. We're going to talk about what that means, localization, uh, something I'm very, very passionate about, but I'm thrilled to be joined by Levent Ayuladzivgorin, and I hope I pronounced that correctly, but uh, Levent, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your expertise with our listeners. Thank you, Shalom. Great to be with you. And you pronounced my name correctly. Thank you. Okay, fantastic. I appreciate it. Well, I'm very passionate. I talk about this all the time on Get Down to Business. Uh, passionate about certainly travel, uh, passionate yeah. about learning other cultures. And as I was just uh, talking about earlier in the program, uh, the silver lining of COVID is that uh, 
the the world has opened up to even small business owners. I want to get to know your story, Levins, of how you became so passionate about the world and the world of business specifically. Thank you. Thank you for asking, Shalom. I, I'd love to talk. I'd like, I love talking about languages, localization. What got me interested in, in, in localization, which is essentially a way to communicate our brand message, our corporate message to our target audience. I came to UK when I was 18. So I lived longer in the UK than I lived in my home country, Turkey. And um, I soon realized that the my language, having a, a Turkish mother tongue, meant that I could do things that other people couldn't. And once I started making some connections with because of the language, I realized that this is actually something that of a passion for me. And and one thing led to another. And me and my wife, we co-founded our uh, translation company, initially working just for from English into Turkish. And then we organically grown into love now with over 100 languages. And making those connections, getting a businesses brand message to their target customers in other languages is has become a passion and it is so rewarding for us and as well as for the businesses of course for our customers they can grow their businesses exponentially because of their international connections so well, i hear the passion in your voice a- levens I hear the passion in your voice, and I know that you are passionate not only in your voice, but also in your words as well. And you wrote a fantastic read called Good Business in Any Language, How to Thrive in Global Markets. And it's on that topic that I want to continue our conversation and specifically cater to small business owners, entrepreneurs that are tuning in to get down to business of, uh, and you've already touched on this, the advantages of growing globally, but how do you know if you're actually ready to make that leap? It's a, it's a great question. Great question. Because if, if you make it too early, it could backfire on you. If you leave it too long, it is so easy to lose uh, space to competition. Or some business owners may lose motivation. So doing it timely is so important. Now, the most important thing is from the experiences that I've seen working with dozens of customers over the years is that you have to have a, a product or service that is established. But I don't mean by establishing, I don't mean like years and you know decades of experience. What I mean by established, it is a proven and tested product or service that works and has a loyal customer base in your domestic country. Once you have this, then there's, this is, in my opinion, is the best time to go forward. And what I also notice is that as business owners, we are too much focused on our profit and loss accounts. We try to cut the cost. We try to control the cost. I mean, Shalom, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. We have to, we have to look after our you know, hard-earned cash, so we can't just waste it. But to grow the business, we have to go beyond our profit and loss accounts. And what is best really to grow the business is to take our product or services to another market. When Apple has decided to sell in China in 2009, I think, their share prices has gone up even further. Why? Because they had a product that worked, they had loyal customer base, 
and they were taking now to a millions of potential users. And the stock okay. market reacted to that straight away. Now, for small businesses, entrepreneurs, can they replicate this? In my opinion, definitely. Why? Because the world is ready for global vision. That's with, awesome. Uh, payment, That's fantastic. Payment, <laughs> thank you. With, you know, with payment gateways. Now, collecting money was a major problem. Only large companies could have could do it maybe 20 years ago. But today, there's so many payment gateways. You can you can make a payment to somebody in other side of the world within seconds, and they'll collect that payment within seconds. The logistics has gone really uh, developed. We have online marketplaces. There are thousands of online marketplaces, not just, you know, you don't have to stick to eBay or Amazon. There's so many. So Go Global, there are saleable. Now, is, is, has, it hasn't been a, a best time as, as we have today. And pandemic has kind of helped because a lot of businesses who were in, in the domestic markets realized that actually I can sell this product in other part of the world or countries within close proximity. It opened a lot of opportunities. Yes, okay, it brought some, some despair and, and difficulties, definitely, but also created opportunities for many businesses. And that's what I like to hear, seeing the uh, seeing the opportunity and the challenge for sure. Again, I'm chatting with the international business expert. That's Levent Yildizlegorin, um, who uh, was born in Turkey, but has spent the last quarter of a century uh, building businesses. He's written this fantastic book called Good Business in Any Language. We've been chatting a little bit about that. Um, and what I love about what you've done, uh, Levent, is uh, also this translation challenge. Um, and I want to spend a minute or yeah. two talking about that because even through the pandemic, you have been actually creating multis, creating businesses around the world where, where folks can actually come together and learn about a, uh, a potential market to help exactly the people we've been spending the past few minutes talking about, help in any language. So let's talk about what is the translation challenge? Well, thank you for asking. We are very passionate about, we noticed that there's a gap between academia and the and the commercial commercial reality like you know translation companies translation agencies you know there are great universities teaching translation to students but what when when we noticed that there's a big gap which we went to our local university which is the university of essex based in colchester i say local but this is like 40 50 kilometers away and we offered them this opportunity he said, look, why don't we bring one of our customers with a real-life project to your students, and the students work on this project as if it's real. And it is actually a real project. So they get the taste of the commercial reality. And we'll manage everything, so they'll get the working with the customer, working with a real translation agency, and see how, how that works. That was nine years ago. And they said, yeah, great, let's give it a try. We, we didn't think... It will last this, this long, but every year it gets stronger and it's affecting hundreds of students, attracting them to the to, to, to language industry. And, and what makes me proud is that they're finding jobs in Apple, Facebook, Google, you know, bigger companies, as well as local translation companies. So it is making me really proud. Currently, it's in the ninth year and next year we'll be celebrating the 10th year. 
And from the client's point of view, it's, it is also beneficial because some clients in the last, last couple of years, they weren't thinking about doing translations. And when we talk, offer them this opportunity, they said, yeah, well, that's good. You know, we don't mind getting a free translation, getting a free promotion from a large uh, institution in the UK. So, so it was like a win-win for all parties. Sure, sure. And, well, I've learned a lot in this conversation. We've talked about globalization. We've talked about uh, the translation challenge. And in fact, you are helping future entrepreneurs, uh, future young entrepreneurs, and that must feel really, really good. So, Levent, I can't wait to have you back on. But in the meantime, I want to make sure all of our listeners know where they can find you, the translation challenge, and of course, your book. Uh, can you share your contact information? Absolutely, Shalom. Um, Actually, I, I have a free offer for, for your listeners. If they visit levant.team, levant is my first name, that is L-E-V-E-N-T dot team, T-E-A-M, they can find a link to download the book or order it. If they are based in the UK, we'll send them a free copy or they can purchase it from Amazon. The the Kindle version, ebook version is only 99 cents. And I'm also on uh, LinkedIn. And Fantastic. I'd love to talk to anyone who has a question about localization, languages, going global. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Shalom, because it's a lot Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You can get on my website, shalomkline.com, or of course, follow me on Twitter at shalomkline. I'm constantly posting information, including about some of the topics that we've talked about here today. We've talked about digital marketing. We've talked about globalization, all important topics, and I link to all of our guests and even give a sneak peek of future guests on the program. And all of that is exclusively available on my website, shalomkline.com, and on my uh, by following me on Twitter at shalomkline. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, get down to business, my uh, I, I, I can't encourage you strongly enough to check out our amazing friend and sponsor uh, of the program, Tom Mirabali. Tom Mirabali is an independent agent uh, with uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield, as well as, um, again, independent. So he's able to work with you to get a quote for affordable care, affordable care, affordable health insurance for both your family as well as for your small business. You can reach him at 630-863-3477, 630-863-3477, or visit his website at healthplanchicago.com, healthplanchicago.com, or his phone number, 630-863-3477. Tell him you heard about uh, the free offer for a free consultation for our health insurance here on Get Down to Business. But speaking of get down to business again, I've been talking about a topic for the past few weeks, and I want to continue this uh, this conversation about statements of support um, because our uh, the the conflict in Ukraine is continuing, um, and so many of us in Illinois and around the country know somebody uh, that has been mobilized in their service in the National Guard or one of the reserve components. Um, and the reserve components are the uh, backbone, the uh, foundation of what allows the military to deploy anywhere around the world. And it is so important that, uh, that 
employers, including all of you tuning in to Get Down to Business, understand uh, what you can do to support those service members. So there is a way. There is a way. It's free. doesn't require much of a commitment other than showing your support. How can you show your support? Well, it's easy, actually. It's called the Employer Support for the Guard and Reserve. Employer Support for the Guard and Reserve, and that is uh, a Department of Defense program where, um, where employers can, uh, can and should show their support. Whether you have reserve or guardsmen that work in your business, um, y- you can step up and sign a statement of support. The statement of support program is the cornerstone of the ESGR. Again, that's the Employer Support of the Garden Reserve's effort to gain and maintain employer support for the Garden Reserve. The intent of the program is to increase employer support by encouraging employers to act as advocates for employee participation in the military. Supportive employers are critical to maintaining the strength, the readiness of the nation's guard and reserve units, and we need it now more than ever. The first statement of support was signed on December 13, 1972 in the office of the Secretary of Defense by the chairman of the board, General Motors. And guess who the first president signed a statement of support? President Richard Nixon. And in 2005, every federal cabinet secretary and all federal agencies signed a statement of support to signify their continuing efforts to be model employers. Since its inception, hundreds of thousands of employers have signed statements of support, pledging their support to guard and reserve employees. And what uh, does this statement, which by the way, you can review by going to esgr.mil, esgr.mil, what does it say? It says, we fully recognize, honor, and comply with the Uniformed Services Employment and Reemployment Rights Act. We'll provide our managers and supervisors with the tools they need to effectively manage employees who serve in the Garden Reserve. We appreciate the values, leadership, and unique skills service members bring to the workforce and encourage opportunities to hire guardsmen, reservists, and veterans. We will continually recognize and support our country's service members and their families in peace, in crisis, and in war. So I would encourage all of our listeners to join thousands of employers by signing a statement of support for the Guard and Reserve. So you could display it prominently for your employees, for your visitors to see. Again, it doesn't cost you a penny. It's just the right thing to do. It's not a legally binding statement other than you saying that you support our military. It's an official Department of Defense program, and it's great marketing for you, for your business. And you could see a list of supportive employers in your state. Again, if you visit esgr.mil, um, there's a link right there. And here in Illinois, there's also other ways that you can involve, and that's uh, by volunteering. Um, you can volunteer to get involved in the ESGR's efforts. There's always a need for people to step up, to get involved, to make a difference, to help to uh, support local units in your community. Um, and if you are a reservist or a guardsman, you can actually nominate your employer. If they've done something uh, pretty pretty awesome, support your service, you can uh, submit it and a uh, an award will actually be sent over to your employer and they'll be publicly recognized for their commitment in supporting again the guard and reserve um, units and service members in the community. But again, easiest way that you could do it, and this applies whether you have multiple employees or maybe it's just your one-man shop, is the Statement of Support Program, which is the cornerstone of the Employer Support of the Garden Reserve, also known as ESGR's effort to maintain employer support for the Garden Reserve. You can learn more at esgr.mil and I'll also link to it on my 
personal website as well, shalomkline.com. And that's where you can also download podcasts. Um, and I uh, can't wait to hear your stories. If you know of a fantastic service member in your business or in your community, uh, get in touch with me, shalomkline.com. We've got more small business jobs and entrepreneurship when we return in just a moment. Don't touch that dial. Back to get down to business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I'm so excited for this conversation because I am joined with one, the only Martha Razo um, from Solix Business Services. Um, Martha, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it is such a pleasure. I love talking to uh, amazing entrepreneurs, amazing people doing amazing things, and that's exactly what you. And your colleague uh, Mariam are uh, are all about so Solix Business Services. Can you give the thirty second elevator pitch for our listeners in Chicago and around the world? Wow! So think about your business as a rocket, and myself and my team as the mathematicians, engineers, and scientists behind the scenes, assuring that your rocket launches up into galaxy and then lands at its destination, whatever that destination is for you. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so, I, that, that is an elevator pitch. Like, honestly, like I've never heard before. So you are, what I, my takeaway over there is that you are a genius and you help businesses um, to, uh, to use that data uh, very intelligently. So what do you do for your clients? And uh, I am very excited to hear about, of course, the story of your own entrepreneurship journey, but let's start about the services that, uh, that Solix provides. provides. Um, we do several services. Um, the, the main concept is a business is usually stuck in a place Whatever that is, I mean, small or big. And, and the goal of our business is to go in there, find out what the problem is. And there has to be no problem whatsoever. But uh, there, there can be a business that needs to grow or wants to know where to go. Sometimes we even help them find out what their goal is. But the idea is that we use data to scale up their business, to drive their business forward. We use numbers. We are not here to like really coach. We use their data to find out where they are and where they're going based on like what their destination is. So one of our basic services is the accelerator program. So that's like if no one, you're not really ready to do our services. So here what we do is you send me your profit and loss and we give you a forecast of your sales and your profits. And within that, just based on those numbers, we give you our recommendations. And this is done within 24 hours. I mean, this is crazy because when you go into a doctor, you get a physical. So this is a physical or a report card of where your business is. And this is good because sometimes business owners don't even know if I am I doing good? Am I not doing good? So this is a good assessment for them that they get in 24 hours really fast. Incredible. Um, Again, I'm chatting with Martha Razo, um, who is the co-founder um, of Solix Business Services. And uh, Martha, I've been reading quite a bit about you. And I know you have a, a bachelor's and master's from IIT, um, but you're pursuing a PhD in industrial engineering at the University of Illinois at Chicago with a focus on data mining and process mining. Um, so I'm curious how you and your, uh, your co-founder, uh, Mariam, how you, uh, how you met and uh, decided to, uh, to launch this new enterprise. So we both actually met at uh, 
UIC while I was pursuing my PhD. We're in the same lab doing the similar research and we both have um, kids of the same age. And just from there we bonded and, and I always told her that I wanted to do this in the future. Um, like I wanted to help businesses grow because I've been very successful with my family business. I mean, during COVID, we went from 5 million and a lot of businesses were going out of business, including pallet companies, food companies. I mean, everyone's aware of this. Businesses were volatile, so they went out of business. On the contrary, we went from 5 million to 10.1 million and our profit margins went from 5% to 35%. That is extraordinary. And it was this data um, this data-driven decisions. And Miriam actually pushed me to do this business. She's like, Martha, we need to start doing this now. Why do we wait? I'm like, oh my God, I still have to finish my PhD. So we both got together and decided to start. And we started this year and we're so happy. We have been helping so many businesses and, and I'm excited about all the stories. And I wish I can share all the stories. <laughs> I know, I know. And we'll have you back for sure. And I know both you and Miriam are both um, math, a, I think it's a, still a respectful term to say math nerds, um, but uh, that benefits the, uh, the business community for sure. So Martha, who are your clients and what is your message to the small business owners that might be tuning in to get down to business this evening? So I work with everyone. I work with small businesses and that's one of the main reasons I started to help small businesses because I'm telling you that I did, I, I run my parents' company and I realized that small business owners is like, like a mom's and pop's business. They work so hard. They have the hard work. They have the passion, but because they're so stuck working in their job, they don't really look at a strategy and it's not because they cannot do it. They just don't have time because they're just one or two or three people. But now if you have somebody like myself and Miriam, who are not only data scientists, mathematicians, we are also business experts. I have over 10 years of business experience and have been very successful. And now I'm starting another business. I know I actually have two businesses. Um, we will be there as like we will drive their hard work and passion into the right direction because we will create strategy based on their numbers. So these business owners don't need to work hard because they already work hard. I don't have to teach them that. I will help them move that energy and those resources on the right direction to scale up and be successful, whatever that means to them. Success is different for everyone. Success is different for everybody. And certainly businesses, there's no one size fits all approach. And uh, in a moment when we uh, bring you back on, we're going to uh, continue our conversation and peel that onion a little bit deeper and talk about your own entrepreneurial experience, as well as your advice when we talk about uh, some bottlenecks that are hurting businesses. But we've got to squeeze in a very quick break here on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You're listening to Get Down to Business. I'm chatting with one of the co-founders of Solix Business Services, and we're going to continue this conversation right after a very quick break. Don't touch that dial. Back and get down to business. This show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I'm chatting with uh, Martha Razo from Solix Business Services. We've been chatting about how, uh, how Solix is helping grow companies using business data. We've already started talking about the journey of Solix, uh, Martha and Miriam working together, um, an attraction to mathematics and an attraction to helping small business owners 
use data to grow. So um, Martha, as we peel this back a little bit, you were just starting to tell us about all of your enterprises. And I know you are passionate about uh, business ownership yourself. What is that one lesson that you sort of learned along the way that you would want to share with our listeners that might help them in their entrepreneurial journey as well? I actually have five tips on my website. So I will summarize those as as fast as I could so they get the benefits of it. My website is solixservices.com. And if you go on our website, you will find something called data-driven business solutions tips. And these are free. They're accessible. I say have a monthly profit and loss and make sure that those uh, categories for expenses and for income sources are very detailed because you want to use that as a venue to understand how you're spending and how you're receiving income. You want to have a yearly business plan at the beginning of the year. And I actually list the categories you have to have. There's where you set your goals and, and, and be goal-oriented as possible because you're going to check at the end of the year and see if you met this. And with your yearly uh, monthly profit and loss, you will get to check that and make sure that you're meeting that yearly target. Have a quarterly break-even price analysis. This is so important. During COVID, prices were down. And then after COVID, we're, we're dealing with a price increase in everything. I mean, from your groceries to, look, now we have gas. So you have to analyze your price and change your price accordingly. Like right now, gas prices are really high. You need to raise your price to stay in business if that's what you have to do. Uh, fourth one, create systems for collecting business data. So have important key business questions and figure out how to collect data to answer those questions in your business. And lastly, be ready to change course if necessary. Sometimes you just have to do a 360 to make sure that your business is driving where you want it to be. So be ready to change and have a growth mindset. Be willing to learn. You don't know everything as a business owner. I don't even know everything. And I'm like a mathematician. Everyone thinks I'm a genius. I don't know everything. <laughs> I love it. Again, all of this information, those, uh, those five tips that are available at solixservices.com. Very easy. Uh, I know you have a blog. You've got these five data-driven tips that really, as you were saying, uh, Martha, is really practical, not only for big businesses, but really for small business owners as well um, and can help you frankly, make a lot more money. And I know that you have examples and I know that if we had more time, we'd be able to share so many more examples. But can you tell us just one one story of, uh, of a business, maybe small business owner that you've been able to help? Oh, my favorite one. Her name's Eliud Guzman. She has a world nutrition in Chicago. And during COVID, uh, she was not doing that good when it came to spending. And right after she hired us, it's amazing. Now she has three branches. She has one by Loyola University. She has the one in uh, Wicker Park, and she's opening one in Cicero, Illinois. So she went from probably not uh, being successful in her business to opening three branches. And, and we're talking about how to get a drive through uh, she does uh, World Nutrition, where she sells a smoothies and healthy food for the communities. I love it. She is expanding. So this is one success story. Wow. Well, congratulations on that. And I know that you have many, many more that if we had more time, we'd be able to share. But the good thing is we're going to encourage all of our listeners to get in touch with you to learn not just the five tips, but frankly, many, many other tips and advice and information that's available on your website. Um, Martha Razo, thank you so much for joining us. Can you share your website one more time with our listeners? Yes, it's solixservices.com or they can call me at 312 
312-523-5561. Once again, that's 312-523-5561. You can even text me if you're like, okay, let's start talking, Martha. Help me. Text me. I'm very easy to get a hold of. Well, that's a wrap here on Get Down to Business, the show about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We'll talk to you again next Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on AM560, The Answer to Success. Let's get down to business.